first I have to write the thing, and then gotta fight this, and then that's it. Welcome back to the Job Meltdown. I am your host, T-Clow. This is the closest thing you will get to an anti-work podcast, and as enticing as pulling the fire alarm at work sounds like a way to get a break for a bit, you might want to check where the cameras are first. Emergencies happen. You don't want them to, but they show up unannounced in usually an unpleasant manner. Your job is important, at least to keep income so you can pay for the things, you know the drill. But when the alarm sounds, and this time it's not a drill, will your job give you the opportunity to take care of an emergency? Bad weather can create unsafe working conditions to work in, but your place of work still wants you to show up during the snowstorm. And also, maybe you just witnessed a car crash in front of you, a bad one. And yet, if you had to be to work in 15 minutes, would you stop to help? You might not be able to do much anyways, but the point is that something bad happened. Humans are in danger. You have the access to call for help or even do anything really. And maybe you don't because, one, it's not really your moral obligation to help, and two, you would be noted at work to be late or absent, or whatever, correct? But why? Should you be? Your kids are injured at school. Other family members aren't readily available. You've already worked five hours into your shift. And just this time, your boss lets you go. But would any job let you do that? Would you get the same pay rate if you did? Can you leave work for an emergency without needing a reason? And finally, why do some jobs get cross with you? On the idea that customers aren't shopping during a heat wave or you're asked to do a delivery during other types of pretty extreme weather. On today's episode, let's see if we can unravel the truth behind work and dealing with the biggest concerns that can happen to you. I had to dig deep into this research really hard. Can you get fired for leaving work due to an emergency? Has this happened to you? To begin, let's all pretend that we haven't had to deal with an emergency at work. You're at work. Luckily, you had lunch because, oh my gosh, having someone who's all angry because they need to eat and then a problem hits them enough to call 911, ooh, grab a person at Nature Valley Bar at the least. No one wants to be in that situation. But here I am talking about food again. I can't help myself. Okay, so you're replenished from lunch, and then bam. Think of a close think of a close family member or a person living with you, and they call you. Hey, I just got home, and your windows to your house are broken. I don't see anyone here, but I don't want to go in because I just called the police, and they are on their way. First question comes to mind. Would your job let you leave in that situation? 
so you know what time it is. Disclaimer time. I am not qualified to tell you about how legal work actually works, but I think I can find some ways to present why some of these acts, like FMLA and Fair Standard Act, are so important. And maybe I should have titled this episode Acts because every time I typed in a question for emergency leave, these acts appeared every time. Hi there. I'm Kelsey Bandry from Zenefence.com. Workest by Trinet Zenefence. Here to talk to you about can an employer ask for proof of a family emergency? Employers can ask for proof of a family emergency but they can't ask for medical documentation or other sensitive information. Here's what you need to know. An employer can ask for proof of a family emergency before providing leave. In most cases, you can also choose to deny them leave, but while it's technically possible, whether you should or not is another story. What the law considers proof is a bit more complicated. Employers can't ask for a doctor's note, diagnosis, or treatment. You can ask which family member is affected and how they are related to the employee. And while it's possible to terminate an employee for taking unauthorized leave, terminating a worker to whom you have granted leave can land you in hot water. <laughs> the fact is that family emergencies are complicated and sensitive situation. While 63% of job candidates would reject an offer, if it didn't include PTO, 55% of employees in 2002-2022 didn't use all of their days off. The fact is that taking vacation and sick leave is already difficult. Workers don't want to let their team members down by leaving the office. But 61% of employees fail to take their time off because they fear being replaced. That said, when a worker does muster up the courage to submit a request, employers can sometimes be confused. Common questions are, what counts as a family emergency? Is it appropriate to ask for proof? How are emergency leave categories in terms of time off. In this article, we'll review how employees can handle requests for family emergency leave. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Kelsey. Let's take a look at your article here. Can an employer ask for proof of a family emergency? Family emergency. In short, yes, an employer can ask for proof of a family emergency before providing leave. In most cases, you can also choose to deny them leave but while it's technically possible, whether you should or not is another story. So already off the bat, you can deny the leave, but it's suggested not to. The fact that family emergencies are complicated and sensitive situations, and the last thing you want to do is foster distrust between the organization and your talent. Yes, indeed. Keep reading the article. The fact is family emergencies are complicated. Yep. Being clear about what constitutes a family emergency. Yep. So what are examples of what counts as a family emergency? Thank you so much, Workus. Let's be real. I'm glad you're being so real. Individuals asking for leave for a family emergency aren't just asking to go to a party with their cousin. Oh, okay. Oddly specific. An emergency 
is often just that, an unexpected, significant life event. And even if your employee comes to the office, they probably won't be able to concentrate until the emergency is resolved. So what counts as a family emergency? Some examples are birth of a child, finalized adoption, car accident of a family member, sudden illness or death, family members suffering from a natural disaster. That doesn't mean that an employee won't consider extended family members in emergency situations. For example, they may be extremely close to an aunt who suddenly passes away. In most, so yeah, in most cases, family emergencies refer to a significant event that affects an immediate family member. An immediate family member could be a parent, child, sibling, in-law, spouse, or guardian. So it seems like it's all covered for family emergencies, which is really good, and I'm glad that that's a thing. But again. Let's just, let's just remind ourselves, look back in the past, it took acts, it took writing in law for these kind of effects to take place for people to actually have good care. So when we talk about work and what constitutes as an emergency, anything involving a family member seems to be covered. So. That uh, and, and I support that. I think that is good. But let's keep looking at this article. So yeah, I mean, it talks a little bit more. For example, family emergencies may be covered under PTL, that is, which is paid time off, sick leave or unpaid leave. Employees covered under FMLA, Family and Medical Leave Act, may be eligible for up to 12 weeks off for family-related illness. However, not every company is required to abide by the FMLA. Okay, so I'm glad I wandered into this website because I was wondering about this. If you have more than 50 employees within a 75-mile radius, then you are likely required to offer this benefit. So that's interesting. Federal laws aside, HR managers and small business owners should still review local and state laws to ensure they are completely compliant. Complacent? Oh, that they are completely compliant. Excuse me. For example, Oregon has paid family leave law and New York offers family leave insurance. So this is all good. Then it gives a template for the proper way to put in for an emergency. So that's great. All right. So that was that article, but I'm trailing off a little bit. So let's try to summarize stuff covered by FMLA. Uh, It was Bill Clinton signed the FMLA Act in 1993. Ladies. I helped you out as always, but I'm not going to read you the whole FMLA act, but I did find nelp.org when you look up stuff for this act. And so it's, you know, it's got the, it's a really ugly black and white gray text, but employment law clinic for low wage and immigrant workers. Okay. So interesting. The basics law guarantees time off for family medical reasons. The family medical leave act FMLA is a law that may protect you when you miss work because You can't work because you're sick. You need to care for a new child. You need to care for a child, parent, or spouse. So again, family stuff is covered. You are protected by the FMLA only if you meet all the following requirements. You must have worked for your employer for at least one year. In the past year, you must have worked at least 1,250 hours for your employer, or 24 hours each week on average. Your employer must employ at least 50 employees within 75 miles of where you work. So again, with that, and I'm, that's a lot of hours. I mean, is, is this, is this normal? That just seems like a lot of hours. Not to, again, work is work. 
We need to get things done. But who... Why, why are we doing at least one year? Like, what does a company not want to cover, like, within 10 months? Like, how does that work out? It's probably because of turnover rate. Like, you can't just keep covering people under this act and then have a bunch of people that only stay there for that cover and they get that cover before a year. But there's people that have worked there for a long time. So, yeah, I, I, I get why they have to have some standards because you can't just have people abusing the rule. Keep going on this really ugly, great text. When can I take leave? The law allows you to take leave for any of the following reasons. You have a new child, huh? You have a serious health condition that prevents you from doing your job. You want to care for a son, daughter, husband, wife, or parent that has a serious health condition. Again, family. Examples of a serious health condition can be any illness that requires someone to be admitted to the hospital. Great, you're covered there. Any illness that prevents someone from going to school or work for four or more calendar days in a row. Any serious chronic illness such as asthma or diabetes. You are not protected if you miss work because you get drunk or high. Darn it. They caught me. They have it in writing. You are protected if you miss work in order to get treatment. Very nice. What do I need to do to take leave? This answers one of our questions. You must tell your employer that you need to miss work because of a new child, your serious health condition, or your family member's serious health condition. So there it is. You can't just not have a reason. You got to give them a reason. But here's another part that's a little, that's a little strange, I guess is the word. If possible, you must give at least 30 days advance notice. You know, sometimes I don't think, a, a, you know, a, a trip to the emergency room I'm not going to give you 30 days notice for that. That's a, that's, a, that's a now scenario, but maybe this is in a different context. Otherwise, you must inform your employer as soon as possible. Okay, whew, great. I'm glad that's covered. Is an emergency, this may mean informing your employer after you leave work. Last thing, you must provide a doctor's note if your employer requests it. Okay, so they can't get your medical information, but they at least need a note from a professional that you're going through an emergency. Again, proof it's for no abuse, which makes sense. I'm almost done with this one. Thanks for bearing with me. If you take leave covered by FMLA or request permission to be absent, it is illegal for your employer to fire you for taking leave. Great. Refuse to give you back your job when you return from leave. Even if your position has been filled by someone else, your employer must usually still give you an equivalent position. I'm glad, again, that it is covered. Harass for taking leave, deny you request for your leave, penalize you for taking and requesting leave, stop paying you, stop paying for your health insurance while you're on leave. Unfortunately, the FMLA guarantees only unpaid leave. This means that your employer does not have to pay you for the time you miss on FMLA leave, except in some circumstances where your employer already offers workers paid leave, like sick time or personal time. And that is good, but a little worrisome because that's actually how my job works. They give, they, they split the paid time off into paid and then another like sick time. And it's good when you have that time because no matter what the emergency is, you're covered. But if you use it up and then you have another emergency, you still get a point for absenteeism. But why? Again, they, they, my job's pretty good. They allot some good time, but I'm sure some jobs 
aren't that way. So I'm wanting to kind of question why that's the case. Examples of how Family Medical Leave Act can help you. You missed work because you got sick. They have two scenarios here. I'll try to make it as super exciting as I can. Brenda worked full-time for over a year at a large bank. When she woke up on Friday feeling very sick, she called the bank to say that she couldn't come in because she was sick. That afternoon, she went to see her doctor, who told her that she had bronchitis and told her how to take care of herself over the weekend. The doctor also told her to call back and speak with a nurse practitioner on Monday morning. On Monday, Brenda still felt sick, and when she called the nurse, she was told that she could rest and try not to go to work. When Brenda called in sick again and explained the diagnosis and care she had received, she was told that she had missed too much work and was fired. In bold black text, Brenda could probably use the FMLA to get her job back. Well, I would sure hope so in that situation. Thank you for clearing up that scenario. And hey, when I make up scenarios, just remember, all these other websites do it too. So it's not just me. Second part, second part. You miss work to take your child to the doctor. Lewis worked 25 hours a week for over a year at a grocery store in a large chain. Just before he left for work on Tuesday morning, his daughter Laura started having an asthma attack. Lewis rushed Laura to the health clinic where she received treatment in the past. From the clinic, Lewis called an employer, it could be Louie, to, to explain that he to explain that he was going to be several hours late because of Laura's asthma, something the employer knew had been a problem in the past, they were informed. He was told that he was being suspended for one week for missing work. Okay, so, so suspension, not fired. Okay, Louis, Louis, probably could use the FMLA to get back the money he lost on the days he was suspended, but he could not get back the money from the day he took Laura to the clinic. So very interesting on what's covered or not. Then again, what do you do if your rights were violated? They give you a number. So on, so forth, and it all works out. So, I feel like it's good that this act and these other types of acts have taken place, but there's still certain parts of it, like again, 30 days notice for an emergency, or what is what was it, 1,250 hours, one year to work at a place but they won't cover you with FMLA before that. Again, that's a little wishy-washy, and I'm not saying it should be a certain way, just wondering why it's that way. And could it change to make things better for people? I was fired from my job for an emergency. That's what I typed in and looked up to see if I could find any, you know, juicy stories, some riveting, just pulsating through your body type of knowledge that could elevate our understanding of why jobs do certain things for getting fired up for emergencies and whatnot, because it does happen. Now, what I'm going to share with you is from Reddit. I, I am a Reddit user. I know, I know, but I couldn't really find any like you know, NBC style type news stories. And if you find something, please tell me. But I just found a few posts on Reddit that at least seemed like it was kind of in the same context here for medical leave. One of these was, uh, it was posted from a year ago now by their username has crackhead in it. Had a medical emergency. Am I going to get fired? 
To make a long story short, I work in a grocery store. I don't get along with my manager. Not a good start. And she's been trying to get rid of me. Really not a good start. Up until now, upper management had my back and stopped her. I recently injured myself in the gym and still continued working but wore a sling for two weeks, providing a doctor's note. I just hit 90 days and have never called off until now. I've never been late to work and have been told I'm a good associate. Today I collapsed at school with chest pain and was rushed to the hospital. Doctor said it was due to stress. I work 30 hours a week and I'm in high, I work 30 hours a week and I'm a high school senior. So even so even at that load people feel stressed out. But continuing on, I texted my manager to tell her what was happening, to tell her what happened and said that I have to and said that I have to call off my shift tomorrow. She told me to call the store, so I did. I spoke to the manager on duty who I thought really liked me. She was very short and seemingly uncaring. I informed both her and my manager that I was discharged and we would be back to work the day after tomorrow with a doctor's note. My manager left my text on read. I think I'm going to lose my job. Please help. And if you jump down to the comments, it is pretty much saying, F that job, your healthcare, well-being comes first. What you really need to focus on is yourself. Another person saying, can you get a doctor's note so you have paper trails to back up what you're saying? Believe they already did. But yeah, uh, that situation doesn't seem good. Another post, this one was in Ontario, Canada by their, their username just had ad in it. So, well, it, it's ad 37. Hey, just thought I'd come on here and ask. So I'm from, um, so I'm from Ontario, Canada. Last week I had a serious family emergency. Anyways, I called in work Tuesday and told my workplace they seemed okay with it and my team lead said to take as much time off as you need okay so Wednesday I pushed through the day and all that was on my mind was the family situation I couldn't think straight I couldn't think straight and I could barely push through the day but I did so again this person's not having a good time but they know it's important to stay at their job so now it's Friday I had to go be with my mom at the hospital. It was a dire situation, but now my team lead has said that the plant supervisor is mad and that I should just expect the worst. I contacted HR and they have said that my situation is not in question and if I need time, I could go on leave. But what my team lead said is stressing me out and honestly, my mental health is in a bad state. So my question is, can I get fired for calling? because of a family emergency. No, it doesn't sound like it, but let's look at the comments. You know, they asked, are you in a union? If so, and the company tries to fire or threaten you, you contact your representative, they go with that. Again, with HR saying that they're good, that seems to, you know, oversight the other, you know, lead person, but I don't know. Fired from work due to family emergency, Legal Advice UK, user TR. I work at a warehouse through an agency. I've never been told what to do in case of a family emergency or anything. On my first break, I turned my phone on and received a call that my grandma had a heart attack, so I left the building immediately without telling anyone. That's probably where the problem lies. I then spoke to the agency and told them why I had left because basically I'm fired because I left without telling anyone. Great. They figured it out themselves. They now don't reply to any texts or anything from me. Other people have done the same thing and came back the next day. Now, that see, that one's, uh, that's kind of a breaded crumb trail because one you didn't say that you were going somewhere in the in an emergency 
and just being like, yeah, others did this and didn't have any repercussions. I'm sorry. That's just kind of weak. But we look down at the bottom and it's kind of, it's just kind of sad as to really what the answer is. Cause at least the top comment here by Sylvester as an agency worker who has been only been working for a hiring company for four weeks, you can be dismissed immediately with no notice. If the hiring company is prepared to have you back, then fine. But they're not. There's nothing you can do about it. And that's, again, a little disappointing. But, you know, you can't have everyone covered all the time. So I, you know, I don't know what to say about this. But this is, this little search was just an example of, you know, real, what seems like real people saying, hey, I had emergency. How does my work respond? And some people don't have it good. But we learned that through the Family Medical Leave Act, that that as long as it's family oriented, you're fine. Stuff like stuff like burglary and a car accident in front of you, it's really going to depend on your employer. And I know that kind of sucks to hear because some of us don't like our employer. That I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with mine. I'm just saying for you, you might have issues there. So just play it careful. But know your rights. That's the most important part. It looks like that's all I have time for. I'm not sure if I solved anything this episode, but don't worry. This doctor's note should cover it. So thank you so much for listening to The Job Meltdown. Follow or download the podcast so I can see that you like what I'm bringing to you. You have helpful feedback? We probably need a separate act covering this, but if you want to say, hey, I like this, or hey, can you address this? Let me know. Job Meltdown at gmail.com. I check it here and there. Don't get too angry. Coma Media, Deep Ambient, for the intro and outro. The epic music at the beginning of this episode was by Zen Man called The Sorrow 2, Ethereal Theme. And as always, folks, don't work too hard out there. See you in two weeks. <laughs>